Hi there. You're listening to Focus on the Bible. It's good to be back in our home studios today after a long bit of travel and ministry. We're just about to go at it again, but today we'll record at home, and we appreciate so much your prayers for our ministries at Focus Evangelistic Ministries. Today on Focus on the Bible, let's look together at a passage in 1 John chapter 1. This book has been so often confused for a letter that was written by John the Apostle that gives tests to see if a person is saved or not. Are there tests to see if a person is saved or not, or is John writing about something else entirely? Let's talk about this. In 1 John, John the Apostle, who is the disciple whom Jesus loved, who knew Jesus maybe more than any other human being, writes to us a letter about how special it is to know the Lord. 1 John chapter 1 and verse number 3, he says this, That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. And so John, as he opens this letter, doesn't say one thing about how to be saved. So apparently and evidently, John is not writing a gospel tract here to unsaved people to give them 11 tests to see if they're really saved or not after they do what he tells them to do to be saved. No, he says in verse 1 and 2 how special it is that he from the beginning has heard the message of Jesus Christ. And now that he has walked with Jesus, he's an eyewitness of how special Jesus is. And now he's so glad that we have an opportunity to have fellowship with he and the others who know Jesus and that we can have fellowship with God ourselves, the Father and Jesus Christ the Son. So this book is not written to be a test to see who is saved or not. It's written to tell us how to have fellowship with God. And in verse 4, he says that he has written these things unto us that our joy may be full. So 1 John is not a letter written for salvation. It's a letter written all about fellowship with the Lord. These are two separate matters. And John wants us to know that fellowship is an entirely possible state of life for those who are already saved. He highly recommends fellowship with the Lord as opposed to the other kind of life that a believer might be living. Let's look closely at verse number 5. He says, This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. So verse number 5 is a statement of fact about God. There is no darkness in God. He is completely holy, therefore God is light. He is light, he shines light, he's all about light, so that if we think that we have fellowship with him, then we can expect that our lives will be lived in the light that God is and the light that comes from God. There is no darkness in God. He is all light. Verse 6, 
He says, if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. So verse 6 then is a statement that if our words are that we're in fellowship with God, and yet our lifestyle truly is that we actually are walking in darkness, then we're not telling the truth. So what is fellowship then? Well, the English word fellowship actually is a very simple word in its construction. It simply means two fellows in a ship. That's what it means. The picture is that we and Jesus are together in a small boat. The two of us in that boat are going the same direction. We're going the same speed. We're going for the same reason. Our purposes are one. We face the same conditions. If it's a sunny day, we might get a sunburn. If it's a rainy day, we both probably get wet. It is a word that means union, a total union together, a walk of two people together, and not just one. This is fellowship. And this is what John so longs that believers would have with Jesus Christ. Not a separate life. Not that we somehow see something outside the boat and we go and live for that. No, but we stay in the boat with Jesus Christ. Now, this is not about losing eternal life or losing our salvation. It's not about losing our place in the family of God. No, it's about walking away from this intimacy that he calls fellowship with Jesus Christ. Because God is light, verse 5, if we're in the same boat with God, then our lives would be full of light. But if we're walking in the darkness while we say that we're in fellowship with him, something is off. We're not telling the truth. And when we say that, the truth is not in us in that moment. Verse number 7, he says, But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. So these verses are so very simple. As long as we avoid the trap to think that this is a test to see if we're saved or not, then we can easily see that he's referring to a special kind of life, a life of fellowship with Jesus Christ, that we have such a union in our purpose and direction in the very way that we're living and the choices we make, that we identify with Jesus Christ and we are walking in his light. Now, walking is the idea of doing a thing and doing it consistently, doing it over and over and over. And only those people can say that they have fellowship with Jesus Christ who are walking in his light. Now, let's raise this point. To say that we have fellowship with Jesus Christ does not mean that we are living sinlessly. Repeatedly in this passage, John lets us know that if we say that we don't have any sin, we are mistaken. But to walk in fellowship means that we're in the light. That is, that if we're in the light of God and we sin, there is our sin lit up. 
by the person of Jesus Christ. Because we're living closely with him, our sin can be easily identified in that moment and dealt with on the spot. Whenever we deny our sin, whenever we say that we don't have any sin or we haven't walked in any sin, that's when we can get in trouble with God because then we're trying to cover the very thing that can drive us out of the fellowship we have with Jesus Christ. So you can see it's entirely possible that today a person might be in fellowship with Jesus. And yet at a later time, that if a person said he's in fellowship, he would not be telling the truth. Salvation can only be moved into one time because it's the gift of God and it's everlasting life. But the fellowship of a person may very well change even in a day-by-day manner. You could be in fellowship today and not be in fellowship tomorrow, depending on the choices that you're making and how you acknowledge your sin or not. Verse number 8, he says, If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Now, just this week, I spoke to a man who told me that he dealt with his sin once and for all at an altar. What he was referring to is the practice sometimes called praying through, that he in one moment in time or maybe an hour or two, he prayed through with God and that after that action, he never has sinned again. Well, I know what John might say about that very thing. Anyone who says, I don't have any sin now, is deceiving himself. And when he says such a thing as that, John says the truth is, is not in him in the moment that he says that thing. Listen, do you understand, friend, how easy it is to sin? Do you understand that not only is it sin to do things that we shouldn't do, but there are also many, many sins that are things that we should have done and didn't do? Let me ask you this question. Have you witnessed in the last week to all the people that you should have witnessed to? This would be an example of a sin of omission, a sin of omission that there's something God has called us to do and we didn't do the thing. Living in sin is a very easy condition and it's one that we need to pay attention to. This is what it means to walk in the light. Not that we don't have any sin, but that when we do sin, the light lights up the sin and we have an opportunity then to do the right thing towards that sin. What's the right thing? Verse number nine. He says, if we confess our sins... He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So here's the way it goes. For a saved person, we have an opportunity to walk in the light with Jesus Christ. To walk in that light means that we're in the boat with him, a small boat that we're going together. And if we sin, we have an opportunity that that sin is lit up by the light of Jesus Christ. Now we have a choice. What do I do with this sin? Verse number 8 tells us the first choice. We deceive ourselves by saying that we don't have any sin. 
We excuse the sin. We justify the sin. We pretend that the sin is not real. And we go on saying, yeah, yeah, I'm in the light. I'm in fellowship with Jesus Christ. And when we do verse 8, we make a terrible mistake that will make it a whole lot easier to make a second mistake. And if you continue to lay mistake alongside mistake, after a while, you'll find the truth may be that you are not walking in the light anymore. Now you have descended to walking in darkness. So it's a mistake to disregard the first sin because it sets up a person to walk in even more sin eventually that will leave that person in a very spiritually weak condition that no longer could be called fellowship with Jesus Christ. Verse number nine is wisdom. The correct thing to do when a sin is exposed by the light of Jesus Christ is to confess that sin. What does it mean? Well, often people think of prayer here, but the word really doesn't mean prayer. It means to agree with, to agree with. So there is the sin. It happened. It's a fact. But it's exposed by the light of Jesus Christ that we're walking in. What do we do? We agree with him immediately. This is sin. We find ourselves in full agreement with Jesus Christ about that sin. Now, that might lead us to pray something. I think that would be a wise thing to do. But we are in full agreement with Jesus Christ about our sin, and then he makes the next move. It says here that he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins. This is called fellowship forgiveness. It's not that a person loses eternal life every time they sin and then they need to agree with God and get back that eternal life. No, it's not a complicated thing like that. This is about fellowship. When we sin a sin and it's lit by the light, we confess that sin with the Lord and fellowship then can be restored as we continue to walk in the light. Thanks for joining us for Focus on the Bible. For questions or comments about this episode or another biblical topic, you can mail us at Focus Ministries, P.O. Box 498, Danielsville, Georgia, 30633. For more information about our ministry, you can visit our website, www.freddycoyle.org. That's F-R-E-D-D-I-E-C-O-I-L-E.org. This is Focus on the Bible.